what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 20, volume 2 of Big Fan, the coolest spot to be on the hottest day in Hickory. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of last-minute trips to the beach two weeks before school starts, the anticipation of college football just moments away, and my daughter teaching me a lesson in life. My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of last-second vacations at the end of summer, watching 10-year-olds struggle with rules when thrown into a brand-new sport, and spending your Saturday in the blistering sun with 41,500 of your closest friends. Whoa. So your intro revolves a lot around hot summer events. For sure. Well, tell me about it. Tell me about, first of all, let's start off with... The 41,000 people event here. Let's let's see what we got going on here. Well, you know, we're getting closer to when school starts, and yeah. I think we all get a little bit antsy about what's going to happen, especially if you haven't done anything or you haven't got, you know, we've all had vacations, but you got to yeah. try to figure out what are we going to do for these last couple of weeks. So, you know, we, we love a sporting event. Mm-hmm. So where are we headed to? We're going to the hottest place in America right now. We're going to Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Can you imagine Atlanta? We're going down there on Friday to see that brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. That guy. We're going to watch Atlanta play the Dodgers on Saturday. You know what would be perfect? You're on the way to Atlanta. You're about 35 minutes from your destination. Tires catch on fire. Exactly. <laughs> you get stuck in a traffic jam. Your air conditioning goes out of your tires. Catch on fire. And you're stuck there melting in the heat. I, I, I really Speaking have, of in the heat. Dude, it is hot as a mother up in here. It is. You know why, Hank? Because we're live. We're, we're broadcasting <laughs> Again, not live. We're not live, but <laughs> the cameras are on us. The, the fans wanted it, and guess what? The they got fans it. got it. The fans get what There's they no want. There's no fans in here because no it's hot. There's no fans in here. <laughs> it is hot. But Lots anyway, of lights going yeah, on is, here. This, little is, bit this is brand new to us. I mean... People have said we have the faces for radio, radio, which I agree with him. But anyway, we're trying this new technology out. Hope everybody digs it. But now, back to Atlanta. Yeah, so we're going to Atlanta. We're going to watch them play on Saturday night. Uh, It's a 720 game, so it might only be like a billion Kelvins (laughs) in the stands. And we're out in left center, which I don't believe there's a roof. It's like the home run porch, you know. And uh, so we're out there, which will be fun. But it's probably going to be 45 minutes of – Heavy sunlight. Sure. So to, what I was thinking about is, could I rock linen? <laughs> what can I wear that's going to be breathable? Because it's going to be awful. Yeah. You know, 
I've got this hat I was given as a gag gift. It's got these two little fans. They're like misters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might need to borrow that. So it would be wonderful. I know Harris would wear it. Harris sure. would wear it. Yeah, I don't know about the outfit choice. Maybe just sans shirt. Just go in there, pair of shorts, hat, sunglasses, no shirt. No shirt. Just get just get down. Because you know the guy that I think I, I really give a lot of credit to is the guy that comes in the Heather Gray shirt to a 100-degree event and by the time he leaves, it is just charcoal gray. Charcoal yes. gray. <laughs> you know what I'm yes, talking about? I do. I yeah, do. I mean, it's it's awful. But, you know, we're, we're headed down there. That's going to be a little be bit fun. of an end of the summer vacation. Go see our relatives down in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which will be fun. But you're talking about a vacation. Yeah, what are you so doing? we just found out today that I say we. Jennifer found out today that she is taking the girls to the beach, and they're leaving tomorrow. Daddy got to stay home and work. You know, daddy got to take care of business. Look at my face. <laughs> so daddy taking care of business. Girls, girls, y'all go ahead and have a big time at the beach. I'll be thinking of you. We know where this I'll leads. Be thinking we know you. where this leads. So anyway, I'll miss them terribly. But of course I you do will. have a lot of things that are going on in Hickory this weekend. The start of fantasy football for um, my first team that we'll be drafting on Saturday night. Um it happens. I'm drafting in the three-hole. I know that's exciting. Everybody loves to talk fantasy football here. Are you prepared? I'm not prepared yet, but I will begin my mock draft strategies. And what I do, Hank, I ha- between now and game time, which is Saturday evening at 630, I'll probably uh, participate in about 33 mock drafts. And so I'll know every, if, like, if I take Christian McCaffrey three, what happens? If I take Saquon Barkley three, Ezekiel Elliott, so all these different scenarios, and I can figure out the best one. Highlight that, and that's what I go to the the war room with. So if you have any clients that are currently listening to the show, they know that you will not be working (laughs) for the next four days. They know that about me anyway, so no problem. But I do – I am excited for my girls because they love the beach more than anything in the world. And to get the last second call to, hey, beach house is open, come on down. Have yourself a time. It was really, really awesome for them. So they'll be Good cruising for them. down tomorrow. Yes, yes. Good for them. So that vacation does not include you. Well, Daddy gets his own vacation. When they're having a vacation, Daddy gets his own vacation okay. in Hickory, you know, just doing Daddy things. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Did you have a good weekend, at least, with them? Did you guys do anything? Oh, we had a great weekend. Okay. Hank. Okay. Can't recall exactly what we did. <laughs> I'm sure it was a really, really good weekend. So, Hank. New movie. We're movie buffs in here, right? right? We're movie fans. Right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's l- latest movie. He's only going to make one more. This is the second to last movie he's making. He's made. I was supposed to go see it last weekend. Something fell through, but some buddies of mine went to see it. Told me possibly the worst one, which I cannot believe. Worst one. Worst one. Can- I can't believe this. And this is the one with Brad Pitt and yeah, Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino's in this thing. You got... Margot Robbie, you had all these just fantastic actors and actresses, and they said it lacked a little storyline. They said it was shot beautifully, you know, cinematically perfect, but lacked a little storyline. So I am anxious to see it, though. I'm going to go try to go see it this week. You know, I've told you about my some Tuesday scenarios with Chad. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie theater, Tuesday afternoon, get all my work done. Just me, a bucket of popcorn and a Coke. And the big screen. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I do next week. What do you think? Hey, sounds pretty exciting. Sounds pretty exciting. The um, what this leads me to are the best Brad Pitt movie in the world. All right, and the the best movie that he's ever done. He's got a list of hundreds and thousands of great, great movies. Great, hey, great music. Well, great, great movies. Let's say he's probably got ten great, really great good movies. movies, and he's just got a hundred of just mediocre trash. and some trash mixed in. But let's. I'm gonna go with that a guy few is of parlayed. Them. 
more out of less. I mean, I think oh, he's turned he's into a, a great actor. I mean, well, he's a good actor. He's also a really good looking That's dude. It. And girls will spend their hard earned money to buy a movie ticket sure. to see Mr. Pitt, sure. right? Sure. So let's go through a couple that didn't make my list, and then we'll start our top five back and forth. Okay. Best Brad Pitt movies ever, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, let's just go through a couple. He was in Fight Club, Hank. Fantastic movie back in the, I guess, mid-90s. Wonderful. He was in Snatch. He was in Ocean's 11, 12, 13. He was in Moneyball. He was in Seven. He was in Inglorious Bastards. He was in Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He was in a lot of movies, tons of movies. Some uh, Interview with a Vampire. Thelma and Louise. You know, the list goes on and on. Right. So let's start. Hank's number five, Brad Pitt of movies. And this is for all the lovely ladies out there who love Brad Pitt. Outside looking in, I didn't have Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You know, that was... That was the the love story that Angelina put him Jolie, and Angelina yes, Jolie correct. together, right? That's what broke up his marriage, kind of. Jennifer Aniston Jennifer just Aniston threw her right out the door. Threw her right out the door. Angelina, come and they, on. And they did have good chemistry in that movie, but did not make the list. Fight Club did not make my list. Okay. All right. Number five, Snatch. Love that movie. I thought it was a great movie. Plus, I thought it was a little bit different than what he's played, so I, every time it's on, I enjoy it. Yes. Snatch, fantastic. When it's on... Um, <clears throat> Television, like just popping through HBO or whatever, gotta watch it. My number five is an odd choice, but I thought this this movie reminded me of like kind of Forrest Gump esque or Big Fish. I don't know if you've seen those movies, but it kind of like told this story over a long period of time, and it was called A Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah. When he was the little old man and then he became younger, when he was the little old man, he looked like an alien. Speaking of aliens. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we get through the Brad Pitt? Movies before I was, we I was just kidding. I was just kidding about <laughs> Thank the aliens. God. Uh, but I, we listened to our podcast, my girls and I, yesterday on the way to Winston. We were doing some family stuff together. Yep. And Lucy Rose was like, <clears throat> put the podcast on real quick. I want to remember something. So we put it on. And it's when I was describing when I saw the alien girl walking in broad daylight. I said she had a robe on. No, it was a cloak. A cloak. She placed it over her head and vanished. Now back to Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have had a phone call asking that they want more detail. Yes. And I told him I've quit listening when you start talking about this stuff. So I have no more detail okay. about Cloak Girl. Well, they can call me. I'll be happy to talk about Cloak Wonderful. Girl. Uh, curious Case, Benjamin Button, number five. Number four, Hank. Legend of the Fall. It's a good movie. Beautiful. It's a great movie. And yeah. it's probably one of the best, Like I feel like, like true early movies. You know, I, I just like it. You know, it's a good movie. Some people say Brad Pitt in his uh, at his finest with the long hair. I'm talking about like girls think yeah. that is the finest Brad Pitt. Hmm. What would you say, Hank? I don't care which <laughs> hairstyle he has. You just love him regardless. I love him regardless. Number four for me. This movie I've only seen one time because I can't see it again because <laughs> it freaked me out so much. It's called Seven, and so. When I was, I saw it in college. I was a junior in college, and all my friends knew that I have really bad nerves. I don't like scary stuff. I, I refuse to watch horror movies. They were like, "Hey, Chad, come to this midnight showing of Seven. And what they did—it's a is, math movie. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But it, they, so we all sat in a row, and right when the movie started, they got up and left, like went to the back row, and I'm kind of like, "Where are you guys going?" They were. I don't know, were they torturing me? I don't know what they were doing because they had already seen the movie and they knew it would affect me. 
And boy, did it affect me. Oh. What was Moose saying? Something about what's in the box. You remember yeah. that part? Oh, yeah. I mean, what in the world? Every part of that movie, when I still think about it, I get chills. Like the gluttony and it's the seven, you know. Deadly what, sins. Deadly sins. And right. every single one freaked the heck out of me. But anyway, seven comes in at my fourth spot just because it changed my life. It might show it up a little bit higher in mine. So yeah. we'll go with mine. Number three for me is Ocean's Eleven. I thought that was a great movie. I, you know, I, it was a, uh, and maybe it's because of the acting core with them. But you know, it's kind of James Bond. You know, it's, I mean, they're just cool. Yeah, they are cool dudes. Yeah, it was pretty. It's cool. like a, that Las Vegas feel of the Rat Pack, but it's the new Rat Pack with George Clooney and Brad Pitt and what's the other Anthony, dude's name? What was the bad guy? Matt Damon. Oh, that dude. The bad guy was the. I can't remember that dude's name, Something but like I that. understand. But um, phenomenal movie, and then. Ocean's 12 kind of sucked, but Ocean's 13 came right. back to good, right? Did they have like an Ocean's a girl's version? Yeah. Ocean's. Just kidding. Jennifer, don't get mad that. at me. I'm just kidding. I'm sure it was a fabulous movie. Did you speak? <laughs> did you see the Ghostbusters girl movie? Compared no. to the Ghostbusters guy movie? Not even close. Not even in the same realm. No. I okay. Did not. All right. Thank you. My number three, A River Runs Through It. Remember seeing this movie in college, and uh, I don't know, just being in the water, in the the water. I can't take you serious <laughs> when you're giving this. Up. It was a great. It movie. Was awesome it was flick. a great movie. awesome flick. I can't even really remember about yeah, it, it was, much, I mean, but it was, it was good. It was a really good movie, and yep. a family kind of oriented. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. You know? Brothers, yeah. fathers, relationships, yep. that kind of stuff. Number two for me is it's not going to be a surprise. It's going to be Moneyball. Oh yeah, baseball right. movie. Great baseball movie. Talks about the analytical, uh, you know, analytics and how it's affected the game and how Billy Bean kind of changed baseball mm-hmm. around, especially for a GM. And so uh, he did, did a great job. In that Many one. GMs have like brought his analytics into the fold. Not right. even in baseball, basketball analytics now. I mean, it's he changed a lot of things that happens that happens in the sports world for sure. See how my voice is. <laughs> kind of cut <laughs> These lights are getting to me. Getting to you. You need lights. some water. Woo! Here we go. Number two for Chad. You mentioned Ocean's Eleven being your number two, or number three. Ocean's Eleven is my number two. When you mix it in with Ocean's Thirteen, I'm going to give a tie. Number two spot. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Thirteen. If you remember, Ocean's Thirteen is Al Pacino was the bad guy, right. and he built this massive hotel, and they were stealing all these diamonds and all this fabulous stuff. Any movie about Las Vegas. We'll do another segment one day, Las Vegas movies. Oh, there's plenty God. of those. I can go off the top of my head, my favorite one, Casino. I'll go ahead and tell the audience, yeah, Casino. That's a Phenomenal. great movie. Yes. Go ahead. Give me number, number one. one. Number one for me is Seven. Yes. Because I think it was a it, it was a well-thought-out plot. I think it was a great movie. I think he was good in it. And what, who else was the other guy that was in it? Um, so the dude, the no, bad partner. guy. No, his partner. Oh, his partner. Who oh. was his partner in Seven? Older detective. Gary Oldman? I don't who? Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. He played, yes. you know, played a, uh, Kevin Spacey was the bad guy. Yeah, Kevin Spacey yeah. was the bad guy. It was, I mean, the the plots were really pretty awesome, but yeah. you know, the the thing it was it was nerve wracking because it was kind of like what was next, what was next, what was next. But um, I really have to think a little bit more about why you're scared of that movie. But dude, it was dark and eerie. Did you see the sequel? Eight. No, <laughs> no. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. 
Oh, I made sure I didn't see eight. All right, my number one, and he only played a bit part, I mean a very small part, but the movie was so dope and so awesome, and his part was like cool. He was the dude that sat on the couch and would just smoke weed and eat chips and all kinds of stuff. The movie was called True Romance. Do you remember this movie? Christian Slater just... Oh, it was such a good movie. That, and that was a Quentin Tarantino written movie, not directed, but written. True Romance comes in, number one, Brad Pitt. Movies. Okay. Hey, listen, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Yes. Is, when we just walked in here, you kind of threw this on me, and he's, you were like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to yeah. do best Brad Pitt. And the reason for that is because this movie that we were talking about had Once Brad Upon Pitt, a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Why in the heck would you not pick... What were your best Leonardo DiCaprio films? I mean, he's huh. a real actor. Why'd you go gravitate towards Brad? I mean, I got to tell you, number five is a stretch for me. <laughs> well, do you want to go do Leo real quick? No, or save no, next Lord, week? no. Okay, let's okay. Not send them down that rabbit hole. I mean, <laughs> That's my good gosh. question. I don't know because I were, Brad Pitt. I just thought it could be True Romance is one of my top five movies of all time. I was just thinking it's of right. that. You know, I so, just am asking a question. Yeah, I'm just asking the question. It was like you know, so for our audience, which they don't know, a lot of times we walk in here and we've got. Very yeah. limited time, and we talk very quick, and we try to get Certainly. this thing all the time. And if you look at Chad, the way he came in, there is one parking spot out there that's about <laughs> a size for a scooter, okay? <laughs> and Chad drives a scooter, <laughs> and he tried to put it in that little spot, and you still parked it like I an did. idiot. I did. You did, man. If you don't know this about me, I'm not a good driver. I mean, I'm t- I don't like to drive. I'm not good at it. I'm surprised that I haven't been in more accidents because I'm just not good at it. Okay. So that explains a lot. All Did right. you know in high school I got my license when I was 16? I drove to school and back. On the weekends, I probably drove three times during high school. Yeah. I'd get people to come pick me up or do what. just didn't like to drive, Hank. You know what's so funny is throughout your life, you're a pretty confident guy. Yeah, I am. Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's throwing cornhole or. I think I'm going to win. Busting a rhyme. Think I'm, I think I'm the best. You think you're the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> driving's, you your, drop on dri- <laughs> driving's your arch nemesis now. Yes. I'm glad I know the that. Automobiles are my arch nemesis I'm, now. I'm glad you I know, know that now. So I couldn't race in NASCAR. I'll go ahead and admit that. Okay. I, nor auto racing, nor go-kart, nor soapbox derby. Okay. I'm out, right? All right. No, you yes. admitted that in tennis today. What did I say? You said that you're not a fast driver. You don't like to drive fast when yes. we're talking about like driving cars and right. everything like that. You know it's so funny? Can I tell you a story about this weekend? Please. Okay, so uh, this weekend, I, I just threw Harris into a tennis tournament, okay? So mm-hmm. He plays, but, you know, it's the first time he's ever played in a tennis tournament, and that's why in my big fan intro, I was watching little kids struggle with rules and tournaments. Right. So they didn't know the rules. They don't know anything, and you can't help them. You cannot coach them. Really? Right. You cannot. If they look up, and they're like, what's the score? you got to be like, you guys got to work it out. Wow. Okay, was, or it's was tough. that out, or was it in, or yeah. whatever. So it was pretty interesting watching. He won some. He lost some. He had fun, which is I think he'll do it again. Well, watching parents and kids interact in a competitive environment is really kind of funny and cool and Mm -hmm. everything. And so my crew left. Harrison Ray left after his last match. And uh, I said, I'll be right there. I had to finish my beer. (laughs) Priorities. Priorities. So I had to finish my beer. And so I was sitting there, and I was just watching maybe the 14 you guys. Yes. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm watching. And there's this kid there who got a T-shirt for playing in the tournament. Immediately after he gets this T-shirt, he cuts off the sleeves and wears it in the tournament. In the tourney. Okay? Yeah. So he's got a cut-off-sleeve shirt. Yes. And he's pretty good. He's got on some basketball shorts. Right. right? He's, you know, I'm sitting there watching him. 
And one of our good friends comes up behind me, and he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, see this kid over here that took his shirt and cut off the sleeves? I'm trying to... I'm trying to figure out if that's my guy or not. Like, you know, <laughs> right. is that my, is that, is that, is that, am I going to root think? for this dude? Is this my guy? Got it. Got we it. sat there for about five more seconds yes. and I was like, I think that's my guy. <laughs> I think that's my guy. So we watched this kid for a little bit and we scanned the crowd yeah. trying to figure out who's, who is this guy with? His dad sitting right there, basketball shorts, ready to ball. Ready right? to go. Some yes. And one gear on. Our pro <laughs> comes out, sees what we're doing, right? I talks to our friend, not me. Yeah. Who's our friend? He says, what are you guys doing? He tells him the story about the sleeveless shirt. He goes, what do you think? He's like, well, we strongly discourage uh, sleeveless shirts here at the club, but we've had to look the, the other way because of Chad so many times <laughs> that we can't, can't really say anything yes. to him. So you may have broke that rule. So Br- Brett did tell me it's illegal for men not to have to wear sleeveless shirts. You always have to have sleeves. Always. That's a rule. I'm here to break rules, Hank. That's what I do. I look good in a sleeveless shirt. It makes me feel more confident out there. I will wear them every day if I have to. And that everybody does just kind of, they look the other way. They don't mind it. So anyway, good for that dude. Cut off your shirt, sleeves. Wear it anytime you want to. Okay. If, it, if it makes you feel better, you know, sometimes when you feel, you feel good, you look good, you feel good, you'll perform better. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what yeah. you're saying, yes. but... So, kids out there, stop practicing. Just Make cut sure off your you sleeves. Get thunder bands and put them on your arm. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Headbands, Head wristbands. Bands, get it on. Remember that little black tape I put on my shoulder? I had to do it. You I had, had to put it on your shoulder for like half a season. Sometimes you. I don't even need it. Sometimes I just put it on there. Just it's up here, ain't. <laughs> It's all up here, That's man. your sleeve, though. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. your sleeve. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, <clears throat> I have noticed, actually, last time I wore the sleeveless the last tournament, yep. and a couple people were really looking at me like with these really mean faces. I'm like, come on. The women, a- women don't wear sleeves, you know, on their outfits. No, I'm saying if they woman? can't, don't have to, why do we have to? Yeah, I know. You know, let's go full circle with this thing. Wear a skirt next time. Yeah, I might. I just might. Right. Yes. But I do. I will tell you, every time that you do wear a sleeve shirt, you like to go one up, one down. I'll pull one. Exactly. You like you're catching one on to what I'm, I my strategy. Right. You like one arm yeah. up, one mm. down, and a red headband. Exactly. Making a statement out there, Hank. You're making something. I'm making a statement. So speaking of speaking of making a statement, uh, this is week four of my dog training with our new dog trainer that we've hired. Be, yeah, to become part of our family for. He comes every Wednesday. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Tuesdays. Uh, from 7.30 to 9, and he's trying to help our dog, Koa, who is a complete nightmare, get come into reality and quit barking and biting and, and sniffing and chewing and eating our entire world up. You feel? So anyway, first week comes, Koa's with the trainer. They get along magically. I mean, the dude's saying, Koa, come or heal, and Koa's doing all this stuff. He's never done with us, almost immediately. Right. Second training. It's a different story, Hank. The second training. Second training. This is, this, we're on our fourth one okay. today, so this is two times ago. Uh, three minutes into it, uh, Mr. Dog Trainer says, Koa, sit. And Koa just looks at him. I could tell he ain't having it today. Nah, bro. I ain't having it today. <laughs> Koa looks at him like this. The dude says, Koa, sit. And so the trainer, you know, he has this chain on it. You have to do this stuff to kind of for him to listen. Kind of, it's not kind of like choking, I guess. Yep. 
Is it? It is choking. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is this dog cruelty? Well, anyway, he does a couple of pop pops with the chain and <laughs> and <laughs> pop bites onto his hand, okay. right? And so the way the trainer has it set up is the family is that we're out here watching, so we know how to. We're learning how to train Koa too, and so to cover I'm, the girl's eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh! Well, Lucy Rose sees the blood pouring from this dude's thumb as she breaks down hysterically crying like oh my plus she, the dude's yanking on koa's chain so she's pissed off at the trainer anyway a complete fiasco so we get we have to go in there bandage up his thumb koa's in timeout i go to the brother and say hey man if we need to cut this thing short if we need if you want to go ahead and leave and you know I, that's cool i understand my dog just attacked you and he said I've been bit 300 times. Yeah. He said, this is my profession. He might not be it's the best dog trainer. <laughs> exactly. He might not be. I'm not, I don't know who this gentleman is, and if you listen, I appreciate this. Yes. But 300 times? 300 times. How long been, has he been doing this? Uh, he's an old fellow. Okay. I mean, he's been doing this all his life. He's probably seen over. Maybe he just has thin skin. Maybe so, yeah. Just, just a little skin. nip and blood starts coming out. Maybe he's on a blood thinner. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> but anyway, so I brought him a glass of lemonade, and I said, hey, dude, we can call it quits. And he said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm in. I'm in for the duration. So the next week went better. Well, let's see what happens week four. Okay. You is know, that today? Today. Today is the day. I can week imagine four. you guys sitting on the deck, arm in arm. Oh, we're outside. No, check it. We're outside in the middle, in the front yard where all our neighbors are walking up and down the street with their dogs sure. to help Koa learn. And so, you know, that's how it is. And it's, it's just odd, but it's been good. I think Koa is going to be, he's going to turn out to be an okay dog one day. Probably eight years from now. Eight he'll be, years from he'll now. be an okay dog. Yeah. Yes. Good. Well, I'm glad it's going smoothly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It, it is. And this is training you pay for, correct? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, good. Unfortunately, yes. Good. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, what you got on the agenda here, Hank? Well, I'm kind of thirsty. <laughs> I will tell you that um, with fantasy football coming up, yeah. we're trying to get our kids into stuff, you know, it last few weeks of school, I mean, until school starts, you're trying to get, you know, all right, tennis camp or yes. baseball camp or whatever it is, you know, go to the beach or whatever. But I feel like there's a push for us to get some stuff done, too. It's kind of like the <laughs> end the of end our of, summer. Absolutely. End of our summer. Yes. And outside of yours, we got invited to do something fun on Thursday, which you're going to do and I'm going to do, too, mm. is go out on a friend's boat and surf. Yes. Have you ever been out there surfing? I've never surfed Are before. you going to do it? Let's tell me. Have you done it? Yeah. Tell me about it. Have you ever wakeboarded? I have. Okay. Got up. Yes. Fine. Okay. So same principle. Before I, I tore my ACLs, though, does that matter? Let's remind the audience that you tore them dancing at Dancing no, with the Stars. It was not <laughs> dancing with Dancing with the Stars. It was not Dancing with the Stars. It was basketball game. Thank you. Uh huh. Both ACLs. Both Dancing might have contributed to pride, like maybe tore meniscus. Okay. Meniscus before the full ACL tear, but. It was on the basketball court. Okay. Let's leave it at that. Thank okay. you. Yes. So you're going to be just fine. Okay, okay, good. Get in the water and do it. But yeah. we're going to do that on Thursday. Right. Be, um, and the group that we're going with, there's a couple guys that do it. A couple of guys, you know, I've done it once or twice. But You've gotten up. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I've wakeboarded. I will take <laughs> that <laughs> as a, uh, a uh, motivation yes, for, the, for when you're in the water. Please do. And oh, gosh. you go down hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So when you get up surfing, just I can't wait to see yeah. you do it. I cannot Shoot. wait. Maybe we'll take 
snippets and share. Yeah, share with the big fan audience. Um, so, and this takes place Thursday. So, the gentleman's boat that we're going on, I hear, is just one incredible piece of machinery. Oh, it really is. Yes. You don't have to do very much work. You know, yeah. I've surfed behind our other friends' boats yeah. that look like dinghies compared really? to this thing. This thing puts a wake out, and you're like in Maui <laughs> surfing on the wake, right? Perfect. So, uh, it's a little bit easier on his boat. So. And the other thing I heard, he has the so he made sure the sound system in his boat is there's nothing better Rock in the solid. nation. Rock I'm solid. talking about the best radio sound system on the lake, in any lake, any across lake. the lands. He, All just, lakes. he said he put he put spent a pretty penny on this sound system, Hank. Well, you're going to be very excited I can't about wait the evening to listen. That because yeah. I think the text only had about three sentences, and one of the sentences was, Coolers full with beer. Saw that. Yeah, I knew you Saw did that, see yes. that. So, so that's, I, I, I'm glad that, that you're going to be part of that. So, yeah. the, And that's kind of the start to your weekend. Yes. That will be the start to your weekend. And you, you seem to make it seem like Thursday night's going to be an easy night. But we all know <laughs> that we are, um, we are a, a platform to jump from to your late night friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So typically, the, your friends that you're going to go out with on lake. Yeah. Right. Surfing. Hanging. Surfing. Yes. Surfing. You're going to take that momentum and go with your late night friends to do something else, which is fine. You're at home. You go do your thing. Absolutely. The reason why I know you're going to do this is there was documentation. Oh no. Of you out the other night. Hank, do I don't know what you're referring to. Oh here. yes, you do. <laughs> Security. And home automation has come a long way. Jay. The technology these days. The technology days. has come a long Unparalleled. way. Unparalleled. So one of our friends has put in the ring. The ring system. The ring system, <laughs> which, you know, I, if we need to be sponsored by ring, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but the ring system, which, you know, when the doorbell sees motion, next thing you know, the camera comes on and you can talk back and forth. Right. Well, I was talking to a family member of this person mm-hmm. and they showed me video of this person coming home. She was out of town. Yeah. Uh, about one fifteen. Okay. In the afternoon. This was in the morning. So he walks up to the door and everybody's <laughs> going, it doesn't work. It's not taking a picture. It's not. Then the other fan, fan looks in there and it's like blowing kisses to it and everything. And there's this shadow in the background, <laughs> right? Shadow yeah. in the background. Yeah. And it's sitting back there just waiting, just waiting. Mm-hmm. It takes forever to open the door. Keys fumbling, everything else. Right when yep. the door opens, it's like a flash of lightning. <laughs> Did Shout not out. want to be caught on that ring camera. Absolutely you are not. gone. Yes, dude. I know all about this ring technology, unfortunately. So what I try to do is hang back in the shadows or have a cloak on, covering your face <laughs> at all times. And so when they're fumbling with the keys, you don't want to let anybody know that you're roaming around neighbors, the neighborhood at 115. You don't want people to know this. I think hey? you had like a Mel Superette bag. I, I think so, covering up. And well, Anyway, I do re- recall this. And so the ring technology is sweeping the nation. It's bad for my walking around the neighborhood game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's bad for this game. It did not help you. It did not help you. Now, yeah. one of the things that you were talking about that I wanted to get back to is yeah. you said your daughter flipped the script on you. Yes, she did. Let me jump into this just for a second, and then we'll, we'll take a quick break. But... Um, when Olivia and Lucy Rose were young, young gals, if there was anything that I thought was important for them to learn, I would say, all right, guys, life lesson number one, you know, look both ways before you cross the roads. Or life lesson seven, don't eat yellow snow. It's things like that. Right. If, th- if we were in scenarios where things might be happening, I'd want to make sure they knew how important these things were. So we'd always say life lesson, life lesson, and I number them. Boom. So we're up to like hundreds or whatever. So last night we're eating dinner. How confident do we know that we're on the right number? 
I'm not very oh, confident. Just from the numbers well, now. And that, actually, you're right because it started life lesson one, then we might have skipped to life lesson seventeen, yeah. and it might have gone back yeah. to three, okay. and then back to thirty nine. Okay. So I think last night my daughter said, "Dad, life lesson sixty two, okay. right?" And she said, "She's very, she cares about the world. She she's a one of those world changing thinkers, th- thinkers, and the way she acts." Um, and so she wants to change the world, and it's one plastic straw at a time or one styrofoam cup at a time and all this stuff. So we're, we're at P.F. Chang's lesson. <laughs> I love it. I'll put this bottle down. But uh, we're at P.F. Chang's, and just uh, Lucy Rose, Olivia, and I, and the lady comes up, and she, was, she asked, would you like a refill for your – we're just drinking water. And she had to make sure it was in some safe cup for us to drink out of. Olivia did. And I said – um, I said, ma'am, no, I don't request any water. Thank you very much. And so she left and she said, Daddy, life lesson 62. If you really don't need that last cup of water or that last little something, let's don't waste it because there's not an infinite amount of these things, materials left on this world. The more or the less we use, the more for everybody. And she said, life lesson 62. And I was like, okay. So I wondered. I started thinking in the car. Have they really been listening to me when I do? Sometimes I don't think they listen to me when I do the life lesson. But obviously, it's made an effect on at least Lucy, Olivia. You at know? least on Olivia. At least Olivia. I'm sure Lucy Rose listens to it too, but most of the time she's like, some man don't know what he's talking That's about. That's what I was thinking you that know? she was going with. She was like, I'm giving ready to drop some knowledge on him like he thinks he drops on me. Right, right. But at least she, she recognized that life lesson is that they're important things because that is very important to her about conservative. Conservatism? Is that a word? Conserving? Conservation. Conservation. That's the word I'm looking for. So uh, life lessons. 62. 62. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. good that she's, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because it doesn't strike me that she's too early to be teaching me something. I've met your daughter and <laughs> yes. I know you. So Yeah, it's very true. And I think she's probably taught me about 35 life lessons before this sure. particular one. She just documented this. Dad, life lesson. Got it? Life lesson. Got I it. thought she was going to say life lesson 62. Stop wearing your hat sideways. <laughs> we all know that's coming. One day. Huh, Moose? We all know that one's coming. Uh, that guy nice. knows what I'm talking about. Can we talk about style for a second? Sure. I might just bypass the break. Let's go right to style. You know, my wife gives me grief about this, too. Yes, I do wear my hat to the side all the time. Every time. Yes, I will wear a bandana on the tennis courts and cut my sleeves off. Fantastic. Yes, my jeans might be a tad tight sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Actually, they're not. I don't, I don't wear no tight jeans. I'm just trying to think of some other funky stuff I rock. Um, How but, about a fur-collared co- jacket in the fur, middle of June? A fur-collared jacket in summer. Right. Yes, I will rock that. But you know what? Because that's my style, man. Yeah. And so when people and people might knock it and they might say, God, this dude looks goofy as hell. But all they're really saying inside is, damn, I wish I could do that. <laughs> damn, I wish I could rock that. And so my girls give me grief. So Olivia, she might say, Daddy, don't wear your hat to the side. But actually, she's never said that. Will Rowland, on the other hand, He'll always say says it. Dude. Is, you know your hat's all crooked? I'm like, no, nah, that's exactly how I rock it. Right. So anyway, give me an example of the style that you rock, Hank. You know, the thing that you might wear that might be different than everybody else, that you're proud of, that, that it's your own style. You know, that's a very complex <laughs> weaving web that you're putting in front of me. Yes. I don't think that I think about it quite as much as you do. Really? No, I don't think so. I think the energy and everything that you put into that, I might yeah. I might 
go towards a different direction. <laughs> so I don't give you grief on oh, your Oh, I think you think it's cool. And I don't I, I don't make like a conscious effort. Like I'm going to – that's just when it goes on right. and when this goes on or the fake tattoos that I wear every now and then or the 18 bracelets and a bunch of chains, yep. sometimes it just feels right. Right. So I'm going to rock it. Hey. And I don't care what anybody else says. That's, that's the only difference. And that's me. That's the only difference is that you should feel confident that when you go out there and you do it. And, you know, the, I do. the thing is, is that some people, and some people we know, have kind of a false confidence. Is that they're very uh, outgoing, mm-hmm. but they're very self-conscious yes. when they're doing it. And you can feel it. Right. I don't. I know that's not where you're at. No. I know that's not where you're. Not at you all. don't care. I do it's, not. it's for you, and it <laughs> yes, is you, absolutely. and that's fine. That's yes. good. That's the way it should be. But yes. I think that it is when you're put in that position, you're doing it for yourself and how you feel, and that's the way you want to do it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. When you're doing it because, hey, I, I think I'm going to get somebody like me, especially with kids. We talk about this all yeah. the time. When you start rocking it because of kids, and like because yes. you're a kid, and you think it's going to be cool. But that's just you know, shoes stuff like that. That's all going to be part of our. Life. If you try to tell a kid that, hey, don't don't think about what you're wearing. You're in a you're not going to win that battle. Right. Which leads us to our last segment and a really good segment. School starts in two weeks. Your kid is a shoe dude, right? Shoe dude. Have you already done your back to school shopping, like the outfits and the shoes and the backpack and the whole nine? Have you, have you done that yet? Partial. Okay. Partial. So what is this year's shoe? Because I, I come to you with this info because your son knows it all. It, he, he's going, uh, uh, for his birthday, he got Ultra Boosts. I don't know Adidas what that is. Ultra Boost. And that's, he that's wanted a pair, and yeah. so that's what he, he wanted. That's the only thing he wanted for his birthday. Right. He bought a backpack with his money out in the Grand Canyon. Nice. I was like, what, what, why are we buying a backpack out here? He's like, oh, this is what I want. Yeah. This is what I want. But you know, the funny thing is, is... He's not at a school where you have to wear a uniform or anything like that. But you got to drag certain things out of him. Like mesh shorts every day, that's what he rocks. Right. Mesh shorts right. and a T-shirt, that's what he wants to wear. Mm-hmm. But we got a rule in my house. Okay. Got to jazz it up a little bit every once in a while. All right, you got to put on a collared shirt every once in a while. You got to put on some real shorts every I once in a while. I thought you were saying he's going to have to like put like glitter fire whenever they go. <laughs> sparkle it, sparkle it or whatever. No, come on. But, you know, and so I'm like, hey, you know what? We're not going to wear soft pants. Every day, we're going. Soft we're going to throw on some jeans, maybe. Yeah. We're going to, th- you know, because sure. you're you're going to be a reasonable human when you grow up, right? You know, you're not going to wear pajama pants to the, <laughs> to the supermarket to the business meeting. You're yeah. not going to, yeah, you're not going to rock your your robe, right? <laughs> yes. So that's that's part of the problem. And you know, getting closer to school, you run into the problem where all the time he's just getting to bed a little bit later because he knows he's going to have to go to bed earlier, right? Right. So like last night, he went to bed at eleven. You know, he's going to have to start going to bed about nine. Is that bedtime? Nine? Yeah. Yeah, that's our yeah at yeah. nine. So, but last night he went to 11, and he's using all these little tricks to stay up a little bit lighter. Hey, I want to get an apple. <laughs> apple. How am I going to stop him from eating an apple? Get, of course. He, you can't say no, son. Don't eat an apple. He more apples than any really? other kid on the planet. But he'll do it at like 1030. Yeah. And then he'll sit on the couch with me, and we'll watch a, you know, part of a baseball game or right. whatever. And, but he's got all these little <laughs> you know, criteria that he's going with. Yeah. And so it's trying to get him to that point where we're going to start going to bed at 9. And we're going to start getting up at 7. Mm. So get ready, brother. Two weeks away. It's happening. Two weeks away. Whether you like it or not. So school starts August 26th for our kids and every bunch of other kids here in the Hickory area. So good luck. Get ready. Lucy Rose and Olivia already done their school shopping. They're locked and loaded. Closets full. Book bags full of pen, pencils, erasers, and all that I stuff. I not any of that. It's all done at our house. So we're ready to rock. And in the next two weeks, Hank, we've got... 
fantasy football drafts galore. Before we leave, let's talk fantasy football real quick. If there's a top five list fantasy-wise, give it to me. Do you know the five top fantasy players in your mind right now? Saquon. Saquon, one. Kamara. Kamara, two. Zeke, if he comes in. Zeke, maybe three. McCaffrey. McCaffrey, four. And might be a the, receiver now. This is a tough spot here. You might have uh, the cat from Texas. DeAndre Hopkins. So Hopkins. That's the top five, and, and I'll go through the top 12, just so whoever fantasy drafts start this weekend, this is what projected ADP-wise top five. Saquon, one. Christian McCaffrey, two. Zeke's three. Kamara's four. David Johnson, five. Right? Hopkins, six. Devontae Adams, wide receiver, Green Bay, seven. And then it, there's a whole mess of some. Where's Le'Veon? Le'Veon Bell's eight. New York Jets. Melvin Gordon was supposed to be nine, but he's holding out, so he's slipping. So you got Julio at nine. And then you've got, like, uh, give me another receiver. It's. Odell? Did you already Odell, say Odell? Odell. He, Odell's normally like around 12, but right. even Travis Kelsey has fallen into the first round. Kansas City no tied in. No quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is going like round two or three. Right. So anyway, that's a brief glimpse into the fantasy football draft. Where are you picking? I'm three? picking three. Well, how about an R draft? Seven. Nine for me. You're picking nine. So who R- is nine? Nine is like either – it's supposed to be Melvin Gordon, but he's kind of – Gosh, watch. Uh, I'll pick him. He'll be out all year. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I don't think that – oh, Gordon, so. Gordon wouldn't do that because of what Le'Veon did. Le'Veon lost a ton of money because he didn't play, and he signed for less than uh, – Todd Gurley. Gurley. Yes. So, so I, we'll I think see. he proved that that's not the way to do it. Yeah, you're probably right. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be a fun next couple of weeks. i got three drafts, one in Hickory this weekend. The next one is in Asheville, leaving Thursday, and then it, then it's our draft. So, I mean, it's back to back so to back. So yours is Thursday, Saturday for ours next Thursday? No. So our draft this weekend is Saturday. Yeah. Then I go to Asheville Thursday, Thursday. through Saturday. Our draft's not till the following week. The following week. The 30th. It's a Friday night. Yeah, it's a Friday. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, lots of fun stuff ahead of us, Hank. Right before school starts, it's going to be fabulous. It is. Going to be fabulous. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. So uh, what you think? First night with the big lights on us, you know, down here in the Mesh Studios, broadcasting to the world. Mm-hmm. Something special about it. It is something special. We do I'm need amazed some- that people want to see this. Yeah. I, everybody wants to see us. But we do need some makeup artists in here. So in between takes, we need to, you know, get our face powdered up because you're a little sweaty, and I know I'm a little sweaty too. It's glistening. You worry about you over it's, there. It's glistening over there. You worry so about you over there. Maybe Moose, if you can get some makeup people in here to take care of the talent, take care of the talent next week and next time. Besides just water, let's let's move let's move it up a couple notches. Tito's preferably, right, Hank? <laughs> Tito's. But anyway, it's been a lot of fun here in the Mesh Studios. These dudes are doing it right. They got all kinds of funky stuff happening with the John Reap Show and these Hickory Shows and the Chick Chat. And, of course, Big Fan, really exciting things over here. So don't forget, download Big Fan. Go to the Mesh.tv. Subscribe to us and the million other channels they got or shows they have on this channel. Um, I took somebody's phone from them today yeah. and subscribed to it. Because they're like, I don't know how to get to it. Show yeah. them. None to easy, it. so Piece now of they cake. subscribe. So. Piece of cake. And yep. we didn't really even talk about sponsors. You know, should we reach out to Ring? I think this <laughs> is the time. Ring one. would be a huge sponsor. I Mel mean, Superette should be a absolutely. big one. Absolutely. And, of course, Bourbon Street. <laughs> Where are you, Bourbon Street? Yeah. Come on, we need you. I drove by there the other day, and it didn't look like it was your crowd out there. 
Every crowd's my crowd. No, Hank. it didn't look like your crowd, like you. Like oh. it didn't look like you guys were there. Okay, because there was a lot what of time crowd. Was it? I don't, it was early. It was like four thirty. Oh. Well, we don't get there to eleven. <laughs> that's you know, true. so that's, that's the true. difference. That's the difference between that crowd and this crowd, right? Okay. Yeah, but they anyway. start early. Yeah, they do. So, my friend, enjoy talking with you today. It was nice. See you in two weeks. Big yes, fan. Big. What do we call them? Fanatics. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.